It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charboil and El Bandito. Welcome to the Fiesta. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Charbo and with me is... El Bandito. And you're listening to Power Hour of Love, only here on Podunk Radio. How you doing tonight, El Bandito? Ooh, I'm doing exceptional, senor. How about yourself? Oh man, I'm doing great, man. I'm telling you, you know, after uh, spring break, I think I'm just like completely revitalized and ready to go out and kick some ass. (laughs) I have to say, I was pretty pissed off at how cold it was. I mean, you know, we live here in Florida and it was getting down to like the 40s some nights. And I know the rest of the country is getting this like terrible (laughs) freaking snowstorm. So I shouldn't be complaining, but really like we could have totally done with a super cold front uh, maybe this week, you know, or the week before spring break. But instead we got it right through spring break. So all of the, you know, tanning at the beaches kind of, you know, became more like the huddling up inside of the homes. <laughs> Which, you know, in some cases isn't the worst thing in the world, but yeah. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely, man. You know, you know, maybe we need to give a little more attention to our superhero duties and like, you know, maybe <laughs> there's some, you know, cold villain out there trying to mess with our spring break. Oh, that's a good point. We should probably pay attention to that. Instead, we're, we spend so much time here. You know, down in the studio, working hard for all of the beautiful people out there. And we just want to remind you that you can reach us 24-7 right here at the Power Hour on our brand new love line. Uh, we've had it for about a month now. And this is a toll-free number that we pay for so all of you beautiful people can get in touch with us. So don't be afraid to call. Call about anything you want, anything you like. Feel free to hit us up. The number is one 844 944 love that's 5683 or you can always hit us up on our gmail we're uh, powerhouroflove at gmail.com throw us a message on our facebook we want to hear from you don't be shy come on absolutely man yeah call us up we'll talk about anything we'll have we'll call you during the power hour we'll just you know maybe maybe even you'll win something really nice yeah, you never know, because we could have, like, super secret prizes just waiting around here in studio, and you could call us up, and you may win, like, uh, you know, a stapler or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got to tell you, El Bandito, tonight, you know, it, it, it's a very special night for me. Oh, yeah? Well, it, it's special in a sense that, like, three years ago, man, I got hit with this, like, moment of, like, just terrible sadness that, like... I think kind of like impacted my life up until tonight. Oh, really? Absolutely, man. You know, you know, I've always been a big fan of the band Guar, right? Yeah, yeah, Guar. Cool. Yeah, 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 all right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I mean, ever since I was like a little charbel, I mean, trust me, I don't do small, so I mean, I wasn't that small, <laughs> but I was always a big fan of the uh, punk metal band Guar. You know, and you know, if you know people out there, if you don't know who Guar is, just you know, go go look on Wikipedia, watch some YouTube videos, because, yeah, you're definitely uh, in the dark here. <laughs> but, yeah, three years ago, um, the lead singer, Dave Brocky, passed away. Mm. And, um, you know, it was, I remember, you know, actually I got a call from Mr. Fusion. He woke me up out of a deep sleep. And you know how much I like my sleep, <laughs> you know. And he was like, dude, you're not going to believe what I just read. 
And I was like, what's that? And he's like, Dave Brocky died. And a few mm. years prior, uh, Guar's guitarist had passed away on one of their tour bus. And of course, you know how the news is and with bands that like not a lot of people know a lot about, they thought Dave Brocky had died. Oh, man. So I was like, dude, whatever. This is some prank or something. But mm-hmm. ultimately, it turned out to be true. And um, Dave Brocky did pass away. You know, so tonight would be his, the third anniversary of his death. So, you know, as much as that was like really sad and like, you know, I, I you know, but it did prompt me to go out, you know, saw, made me see my own uh, immortality or immortality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like to think immortality, but made me know that I wasn't actually an immortal and that, you know, someday, you know, I'm going to end up in the ground too. But, you know, it, it just, it was one of those things that I was just like, man, one of my childhood heroes has passed on. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, tonight I would like to dedicate the show to Dave Brocky, Odorous Youngest of Guar. And we've got a lot of cool uh, Guar themed songs coming out and, awesome. and some stories a little bit later on where I'll share a story and then even El Bandito is going to share <laughs> a Guar story. Absolutely. So, yeah, we'll do it. We're going to celebrate the man, the myth, the legend. He left us too soon, but like all great flames, he burnt out quick and uh, man just left us with a legacy of work and awesomeness that, you know, many, many, many people try to live up to. And absolutely, I doubt anyone ever will. So, oh, yeah. Tonight, we salute you, sir. Absolutely. Dave Brocky, R.I.P. But I got to tell you, man, you know, even though Dave Brocky passed away three years ago, Mm -hmm. this year, I mean. Yeah, it's looking a little rough. It's starting to almost (laughs) give uh, 2016 a run for its money. Yeah, we've got uh, quite a few uh, other deaths that happened more recently than Dave Brocky that we just wanted to make a quick mention here Mm -hmm. on the Power Hour. First up on the list, we have Bernie Wrightson, who is 68. He's most commonly known as the co-creator of Swamp Thing, you know, big in the 80s. I know yeah, you grew absolutely. up watching yeah, the movies. Yeah, they've had lots of movies, TV shows, cartoons, like yeah. the toys. Those were the best, the little toys. And, <laughs> and, of course, the comic books, which Wrightson was, you know, responsible for. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to say, I always kind of liked his, uh, you know, heavy metal work myself. Oh, dude, you know? yeah. That, that, was, that was awesome. And, you know, of course, his horror-based comics, you know, mm-hmm. the movie Creep Show, a lot of, like the the panel work that's done during that it was mm-hmm. done by Bernie Wrightson. Oh, gotcha. He also did the illustrations for the Stephen King book uh, Cycle of the Werewolf. There you go. Which I didn't even realize that was his work until the other day. I was looking at it after I read that he passed away, mm-hmm. and it was listed. And I was like, dude, I totally have that book. So, was was there a lot of scantily clad women there? Unfortunately, there? no. There's mostly no, just okay. a werewolf tearing. I'll stick to about. the heavy metal magazine, <laughs> then, probably. But <laughs> absolutely, but definitely hats off to. Bernie writes and mm-hmm. he, you know, he, 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 he was a great artist and, um, definitely his, his work will live on now, just like Dave Brocky. And speaking of great artists, we, we also have to send off Mr. Chuck Berry tonight. Oh you man. Know? Now he's tapping out at 90, so I don't think there's any, <laughs> you know, there, there's any, any way to say he didn't live. Oh man. But, uh, the rock and roll pioneer with such amazing songs as Dingaling and Johnny Be Good. <laughs> I mean, I, I always, I was always more of a fan of Dingaling. <laughs> I bet you were. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like you said, man, the guy was a pioneer. Absolutely. And I mean, just when you think about his age at 90, mm-hmm. you just got to think back and imagine the things he saw. 
yeah. going through his life. You know, what I mean, oh, I, totally. You know, we all we talk about the love here, but we know, of course, at some point in time, you know, yeah, there wasn't a super ton of love yeah, <laughs> for ab- Mr. Chuck Berry. But. Absolutely, you know, he was like he was. People were saying he was like you know the devil. You know, if it wasn't for Jerry Lee Lewis, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you know Chuck Berry might. <laughs> you know, but the uh, you know it was you know definitely you know quite a pioneer brought mm-hmm. the rock and roll sound amazing guitarist and like even in back to the future i'm pretty sure marty mcfly told him that about that one song absolutely yeah he be, <laughs> he played it in front of his cousin i think martin yeah his yeah. cousin martin was, was the guy in the movie but uh you uh all you beautiful people out there you're not quite ready for that yet <laughs> but your kids are gonna love it right <laughs> well to top off the list, um, one I one, another uh, honorable mention that I wanted to say, you know, for rest in peace was Aunt Fee, who was fifty eight, recently passed away. She was. I'm not sure if you're as familiar with her, uh, El Bandito. She, I, I think I have seen her. Isn't she the like elderly black lady who cooks things on yeah. the Jimmy Kimmel show, and she's always like yelling at Jimmy because he tries to help. Yeah, but he's always doing something kind of stupid. Yeah, and, and, and her son Tavis. Like, yeah. They, yeah, she's always. Yelling. I have seen them. I I saw the clip where they were making I think uh, some kind of apple turnovers. Yes, and Jimmy yeah. Kimmel totally throws it in a pan and just splashes <laughs> oil everywhere. And and I think she called him a shithead or yeah. something. Well, well, those those were were those little treats were promptly titled the shit for the kids so <laughs> you know definitely aunt fee you know known for her uh her vulgar vulgar <laughs> known for her vulgar uh youtube videos definitely mm-hmm. passed away at the age of 58 in um uh, in los angeles so definitely another send off you know absolutely there we go three monumental uh americans have have, have left us you know but like we said their work will live on, whether it be in comic book, music, or YouTube. <laughs> so now, you know, I know the, it, the beginning of this show has been a little bit of a downer. So, you know, why don't we share something really cool that I think people would like? You know, we were talking about Guar. We're talking about Dave Brocky. Well, it's just mm-hmm. been announced that Guar will be joining the Warp Tour this summer. Nice. Which is pretty wild because, you know, Warp Tour is typically like this, you know, new age punk kind of deal going. Mm-hmm. I know when it first originated, it was the punk rock powerhouse festival. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, just over time and, you know, vans bought it. The pussification and, of America. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely has become more of like what kids today would be listening to, sure. opposed to us. But, you know, this lineup, you know, which features also like Hatebreed and a lot of other hard like metal you know punk you know that we would listen to back in the day mm-hmm. this it seems like they're going back to their roots here so you know i, I would love to see guar on this festival so when it comes to florida we'll be sure to let you guys know absolutely so keep it here but until then let's jump into our first musical break of the night we have professor shy guy with a guar cover jack the world Oh, 
Jack the World by Professor Shy Guy featuring special guest Urizen. Ooh, see, now you didn't tell me Urizen was going to be there, man. Those guys kill. Not I that f- Professor Shy Guy doesn't tread, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. I figured it'd be a little surprise, just like most Guar shows. You never know who they're going to come out and kill. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. And I hear they have a whole chiptune album there. Yeah, Professor Shy Guy, he went through and he did a bunch of uh, chiptune covers, awesome. which, you know, they're phenomenal. You know, they, yeah, they, yeah. I mean, you know that, that song I particularly like a lot. And what's really funny about it being a chiptune cover, um, in the Beavis and Butthead game, like for like Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis that came out back in like 1994, yeah. like the whole concept of the game was them trying to go to a Guar concert. Okay. And like their tickets get chewed up and whatever, and they have to go around yeah. fighting them. Yeah, I remember that. But the the MIDI Guar song that's in there is Jack the World. So <laughs> it's like, ding, 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 You know, like you just keep hearing it over and over <laughs> again. So it's like, it's kind of cool that, I mean, I, I'm sure Professor Shy Guy and Urzen are huge Guar fans. Yeah. But like the fact that they chose that song, I wonder if that has any like, you know, behind it, you know, as sure, far as sure. be with some Butthead game. So. Yes, yes, Gwar! Cool. Yeah, 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 all right. <laughs> yeah. But um, obviously, Urzen, um, Gwar, big uh, influence on them. Mm-hmm. I know when I talked to uh, the lead singer uh, last time they were in Florida, he had said that before Dave Brocky passed away, they actually got a chance to perform in front of Guar, nice. and, you know, Dave gave them his seal of approval, which we know, <laughs> you know, Urzen is another band that puts on an amazing show. Hell Yeah. So definitely, yeah, go out there and check out Professor Shy Guy, his chiptune album, and definitely yeah. check out Urizen, too, because those guys rock. Definitely. I think the last time we saw Urizen, 
Professor Shy Guy actually came out and helped them kill a giant monster on stage. Exactly. With well, a toilet toilet paper gun. Exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is the kind of stuff you guys are going to see, you know, definitely, you know, but, you know, definitely, like you said, Urza, great mm-hmm. band to see. They put on, a, put on a show and, and, yeah, lots of entertainment, so. Absolutely. Well, speaking of entertainment. One hey, of hey, our, see, speaking of entertainment, what was up with that advertisement that was on the page there when we were listening to that? What was that like? Uh, metalhead dating or what death metal dating <laughs> yeah yeah I, hey man you know metalheads need love too i yeah. guess you know? I, i'm just saying I, I don't know how checked in i'm gonna be this next segment but okay <laughs> <laughs> oh what are you doing you creating a profile over there well hey well you know we're talking about entertainment we're talking about metalheads and what goes best when you put those things together and make a video game oh so i guess it's time for our favorite segment oh it's our favorite segment <laughs> it's video game zone All right. Well, hey, man, we we have to talk about the game that everyone seems to be talking about, which neither of us have played, but we still got to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. The one you were telling me earlier. Yes. The new Zelda game that has come out on the Nintendo Switch is apparently the greatest fucking game ever created <laughs> of all time. It got 10 stars from, I think, uh, uh, Netflix reviews or something. I don't know. All I know is it has more stars and you know, it's only like a five-star rating and they gave them like eight. I don't know what happened. But apparently this game is super good. So if you're not out there playing it, like me and Senor Boyle are too busy out saving the world and making shows for all you beautiful people. But, you know, if you're not doing that, then you should be out there playing this game apparently because it, it will change your fucking life. And, you know, you'll grow wings and it'll make your <laughs> cock bigger and your boobs bigger, whatever you feel like. Make your waist smaller. You, I heard you lose weight playing the game. There you go. So it's, well, just, it's nothing but myth and legend of how fantastic this game is. So if you are a fan and you want to tell us exactly why it's so great, feel free to hit us up on powerhourofloveg at gmail.com. Call us at 1-844-944-LOVE. And, uh, yes, enlighten us because we've played Zelda games before. I had the original one in the gold cartridge, and <laughs> it was great. But I mean, come on, these people are—I mean, they're going crazy. gaga over it. I mean, I'm I'm almost like half tempted to go out and buy this Switch thing just to see if it really lives. I mean, this—I I think they've said like you know—I I can't even think of a game, maybe like the Ocarina of Time, which is just another Zelda game that yeah. they're saying is of this highest rating. And I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, it's not just fanboys because. You know, Nintendo. Oh, do we though? Do we know that that's not just? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, it's it's just who's buying the Nintendo Switch? People who are like fanboys, you know. I mean, I, I get that, I get that, but I'm just saying that these people that are putting out these reviews. I mean, you're gonna try to tell yeah. me Nintendo paid off every magazine, every reviewer out there. It's just it's been sure. it's been so crazy that somebody released like a review where it got like an eight point five, and like that guy's getting death threats. <laughs> That's how crazy these people are about this game. So okay. yeah, well, hey, uh, you know, I you know, I haven't played it yet, but. Just to make sure everyone knows, I love it. I think it's great. Don't send me any death threats. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, hey, how about we talk? Yeah, I haven't played one in a long time, so I'm not sure what makes it so great, but... Well, I think the reason we haven't heard from Mr. Fusion banging on our door, you know, trying to get in is because he's busy playing this. So maybe at some time we'll have to call him and have him give us a review, of course, while he's being Mr. Fusion. There you go. How did and he afford a Nintendo Switch, man? I think he, I think he was been stealing stuff here out of the studio <laughs> and like pawning it. But That's probably what it is. McPatch has got us a Nintendo Switch and he freaking stole it. He was it. supposed what to. What happened to that security guard we had in here? Oh, he was gone, man. Yeah. Me. We threw him out. He liked beating up Mr. Fusion. We should have let him take I him 
Yeah, you told me he was going to pay for my gym membership so I could, like, you know, <laughs> defend us if somebody, yeah. But, hey, how about we talk about a game that we both really do like that, you know, we would play. Like, yeah, yeah, that gets terrible reviews and oh, no one likes. <laughs> well, Civilization VI, which was just recently released probably, I think, in November, mm-hmm. uh, it has is now available for a free demo on Steam, which is nice. cool because you can kind of get in there and kind of see what they've added and, you know, what What makes it worthwhile to be like, oh, let's go to the next numeric in the series. And, yeah, yeah. Those games are always a lot of fun, good strategy. Yeah, I know. like the last one where you get to go to Alpha Centauri and you're trying yep. to colonize a new world and then outer space and stuff. Absolutely. So that was pretty exciting because so many times it had been the same formula of like from pre-dawn man to yep. kind of the space age and then you'd win the game. And then that was but, it. But yeah, yeah, five would let you go and colonize a space world I thought was really cool. And maybe some of the other ones did that, but sure, you know, sure. I, I know five definitely did. Yeah, so yeah, definitely every you know if you're if you were interested in Civilization Six, jump on Steam yeah. and get a free demo. So. Yeah, and free if you com- like free shit, then man, Xbox is the place to be today because you're gonna get a completely free game. You know, if you have your gold membership this month. What is it, Elvin? You, you get the Gears of War inspired Evolve. Oh, you know what? I I've heard about this game. Supposedly you fight a giant monster. Yeah, they said this game sucked too. So. <laughs> probably why they're giving it away for free oh <laughs> man I, I, all i'm gonna say is you know i like things for, where things are really big yeah so you know just there's this giant monster chasing you the whole time so hey if it's free i'm gonna give it a go yeah i, I can say i like things that are free so <laughs> I'll, I'll i know i downloaded it already and i'll probably play it in three years or something when i'm just sitting around whenever i'm done playing you know the new zelda game on nintendo switch i may get around to it there you go i don't even know what it's called do you even know what the game's called what the breath of the wild for Zelda? Oh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay, yeah, the Breath yeah, of the Wild. Yeah, see, they always have these etherical kind of names for it, the Ocarina of Time, the Breath yeah. of the Wild. They're very like, I, I don't know, maybe they're like sentimental. They're, they're hitting people in the fields or something. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's very good. Hey, more power to you if you like it. I'm not knocking it. Absolutely. Well, a game I've been talking about for weeks now that I'm very excited about is Thimbleweed Park will release on March 30th, and I will absolutely be yeah. giving my review of it on the Power <laughs> Hour after I play it, which, like I said, I, I don't know, I might go missing for a week or two. So. I, I think we're going to have to get you to play a segment live on the oh, air. What do you man. think of that? I, I I think that sounds great. I mean... We'll th- put a poll on the Facebook page. How about that? And we'll see if people would rather listen to Mr. Fusion uh-huh. play the breath of the wild on nintendo switch uh-huh. uh whether they want to hear me play evolve on uh-huh. xbox one or if they want to hear you play thimbleweed park on yep absolutely i think that sounds like a grand idea El Bandito. <laughs> well to finish this off do you want to do you want to take this one man you like you want to talk oh a little sure little? I'll, I'll throw down for this one here because yeah. like we've talked about all these exciting games that people love and give great reviews and things like that and you know a series of games is about to launch that I have to say holds a special place in my heart. Oh yeah. For being the most frustrating pieces of shit <laughs> you'll ever fucking play in your life, but you can't stop playing. Oh, they were because great. They were they were good. They know? were good. They were good. <laughs> they yeah. were so good games. They referenced their source material so well, but just keep it, it is what it is. Eight bit games are fucking impossible hard. You know, yep, like yep. they made these to punish children in the day. <laughs> so on April 18th, Disney will release the Disney Afternoon Collection. Oh, man. Which will be the 8-bit classics of Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, Chip and Dale 2, the original DuckTales. Oh, yeah. DuckTales 2, Darkwing Duck, Whoa. and Tailspin. Oh, man. <laughs> and, like... 
like you said, these are the original 8-bit versions. They haven't been Absolutely. remastered. Nope. And this is, you're going to be playing, like you said, the hard as hell yep. versions. The aggravating pieces of shit that you know, made us crack <laughs> controllers in our bare hands when we were teenagers. Hey, DuckTales was an awesome DuckTales game, DuckTales is free. They're, was, they're, they're all phenomenal. They're you know? great, yeah. I, I mean, to me, it's like I know maybe in my older age I've learned more patience and, you know, things like this, but... I am definitely going to have to get this Disney Afternoon collection. I will be rocking it out. And to quote Darkwing Duck himself, let's get dangerous. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, definitely. I can't wait for that one to release. We're going to be rocking and rolling with it. Well, I think it's come to that time for us to get to our next musical break. So here we have Ghoul with a cover of Guar's Americanized. And that was Ghoul with their cover of Americanized. Oh, man. You know, one thing about that song is, like, that track is off of, like, the first Squar album. Like, yeah. the, the you know, it, it was called Hello, which I don't think there's any better, you know, title for, for a first album. <laughs> it was Hell slash O. You nice. Know? <laughs> but, yeah, Americanized was definitely one of those, like, just fast-paced, like, just fun songs. And, oh, definitely. You know, I... I'm not sure if they were saying cheap fuckers or sheep fuckers, but you know, either way, hey, it's Guar, you know, having fun. And uh, it that, could be both. Absolutely, and that track did actually feature some backup vocals by the original Odorous Youngest, Dave Brocky. So nice. a little, little throw down there. And Ghoul is also from uh, Virginia, and they they've toured numerous times with Guar. And uh, from what Mister Fusion told me, they're they're a rocking act. He actually got to see one of oh, the shows nice. where. Where where they opened up for them and you know they wear these these hoods and just rock <laughs> out and do you know do their stuff that's kind of like Guar but not you know you know when you go on tour with cool. Guar you know you can't you can't out Guar Guar right yeah. <laughs> no doubt <laughs> so I think you'd be hard pressed to if you were trying it, absolutely you know even something like Green Jello or something they're they're their own thing you know Guar is Guar you know so mm-hmm. what's Guar is Guar which <laughs> brings us to this uh, segment uh, for tonight uh, you know we're gonna tell some stories relating to Guar. You know, just, yeah. you know, me and Al Bandito have both been to Guar concerts before. And uh, mm-hmm. actually, I think my number ranges up at about 16 times. <laughs> so they're definitely the band that I've seen the most in my life. And um, like I said, they were always very special to me. I, I like their humor. A lot of it's usually like, you know, dark, 
humor, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of like relates to like what's going on in the world. But they're usually totally like unbiased, you know. Yeah, they might, you know, kill the president, but they're also going to kill like the president presidential opponent or you, you know like they, they, they just spread that you know as, as much as we spread the love they'd love to spread yeah, the, you know? yeah. And, and for anyone who may not be too familiar and may just know guar is like that band that looks like the road warriors yes um they, they are an alien race yes who have come to earth i think are, or weren't they frozen in like the polar ice caps for millennia yes absolutely and then they have awoken now and uh, they're like looking for somebody, right? Well, they're trying to escape Earth. That's always their okay. thing. They were, they were, uh, they were pretty much sent here by the master of the universe. Okay, who uh, he you, know, you know, and he was punishing them. They actually ended up fighting <laughs> the master on like one of their tours, and they killed him. So I don't know. Their, their mythology is a little fuzzy, <laughs> but okay. um, it was written by Dave Brocky, so he was just doing what he wanted to do. But um, you know, yeah, they they came here, and you know, they had sex with apes, which then created the human race. Um, they also stretched they they killed off all the dinosaurs and they stretched the guts across the uh grand canyon and created music by plucking the guts guts ever so lightly <laughs> um this is all from the guar mythos too yeah. so yeah it was a lot of fun but yeah, at some yeah point, it's, it's good stuff but in case you're wondering that's why they you know kill the presidents and whatever because they think our planet is stupid absolutely and that what we do is a waste of time and we don't i don't necessarily disagree with them but even still, um, I think they're more of the ass kicking, you yes. know, variety. I'm more of the love making variety, but <laughs> well, you know, originally they always just tried to tell people they were from Antarctica. Like you said, that's ah. where they ended up. They went down there, they got trapped in the ice, and then mm-hmm. due to all the hairspray of people being used <laughs> in the '80s, you know, for these glam bands and stuff, yeah. you, know, you know, that melted holes in the ozone, and and you know, then they busted out and became <laughs> the badass band that is Gwar. But um, yeah, absolutely, you know. Um, in actuality, you know, they like to put on their human disguises and mm-hmm. they, they say they're from Richmond, Virginia. And they were a bunch of, um, you know, they were a bunch of college students that uh, got together. Uh, they, they were all art majors. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, you know what? We could probably make a band. You know, like they were trying to make a movie. And then they were like, <laughs> you know what? Why don't, we make, why don't we make a band that like wears all these crazy costumes? And pretty much the rest of them was history. You know, like they. Absolutely. But one of my favorite stories was the first time I saw Guar. Um I had to leave early. It was Guar and the Misfits. Oh, okay. And, you know, I, my ride was picking me up, and I, I and pretty much it was either that or get stranded in, like, Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> and I was a little more worried at that time. Nowadays, I probably, oh, I'm sure I could find a way. <laughs> yeah, right. But um, when I left, like, Guar was packing up. So I actually got to meet uh, David Brocky and Beefcake the Mighty, who was played by Casey Orr at the time. And they were just the nicest guys. For what it really surprised me that like mm-hmm. Dave Brocky was wearing a Nike t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, whatever, man. And like me and my cousin, like we got pictures with them and he was just such a nice guy. And they tried to give us a beer and stuff. Of course, we were like, you know, like 15 or 16 <laughs> at the time. So it was like, you know, um, you know, we, we did turn it down, even though I probably a few years later would have definitely accepted it because I did. Uh, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, the other story I wanted to tell was, uh, in 2001, Dave Brocky, I guess, was having like a midlife crisis, and he was like, okay. "I don't want to be in a band that just spews fake blood and wears these heavy ass costumes. Like, I want to <laughs> go out and tour and just see if people appreciate me for my music." So he started this thing called the Dave Brocky Experience, which he just toured with with a couple of the guys, but they okay. didn't wear any costumes. But they still covered Gore songs. They had their sure. own songs too. But they played at an old place down in West Palm Beach called Ray's Downtown Blues, which is a very intimate club. No guardrails or anything, okay. a little stage. 
but you know the crowd got so full and so wild <laughs> that me and Mr. Fusion were forced on stage. <laughs> but then we got to do like what we, the unthinkable. We actually got to sing the Guar, the Guar song "Sick of You" with Dave Brocky. Like he was so cool about it, you know. And oh, just, so he, he didn't throw you off stage instantly, or no, no security no. shoved you out the back door. He invited he, you to come he, sing in the mic. He even gave us the mic at one point <laughs> because he had it and he just kind of handed it over and just played the. You know, he was also a bass player. He didn't play mm-hmm. it in the band, but like during the Dave Brocky experience, he covered the bass duties and the singing. So nice. yeah, it's, it's a moment I'll never forget. I know Mr. Fusion always brings it up as a mm-hmm. very important moment and his life as well. But yeah, just getting this thing sick of you with Dave Brocky and the guys was a lot of fun. Oh, I can imagine, man. Yeah, that's that's quite an experience and, and differs very greatly from <laughs> anyone I saw get on stage at the Guar show I attended. Let's and hear it. and we, we went, you know, I had always wanted to see Guar, but I was never much of um, someone to go to concerts and things when I was younger. So by the time yeah, uh, it came around and and you know you and me were going to yep. a lot of these big concerts. I remember telling you I had never seen Guar, <laughs> oh, and you yeah. were like, "Dude, we have to go see Guar." And we, you know, we were both kind of taken back by Dave Brock, you know, having yeah. had passed away. And you were Absolutely. like, "Well, dude, they're continuing the band. You know, yep. they they've got a uh, a couple of people that are like stepping up to the plate, being the you know kind of trying to fill the shoes as lead singer." And Absolutely. they had almost a duet style thing where they had a a great big heavy set guy who looked mm-hmm. like much older, but yep. also like like very adorned, like he was some kind of knight, like he had all this armor. Yep. Um, yep. and then they also had the the beautiful. The sensual. <laughs> what was her name? Like Volva or something? Volvatron. Volvatron. That's what it was. Yeah. And she came out there with her like giant rubber uh, fake tits. Shit, and I was like, that was spewing blood. Awesome. Yeah. They would shoot blood out of the nipples at the crowd. But anyhow, we, we had went in there and we went to see it at... Uh, uh, it was Club it, Firestone, I believe, okay. or whatever it's known as. Yeah, now. I was yeah. gonna say it. It used to be just the area code up there. Yeah, but now it's yeah. like the Firestone or something up in Orlando. Yep. Yep. And we had went in there, and the place was packed. Yep. I mean, you were like elbow to elbow in there, which I mean would have been nice if there wasn't like all sweaty men's. <laughs> um, I remember at one point too, you you had to bow up on that guy. Yeah. Because he just shoved his way through the crowd, and oh. you turned around all mad, like who the hell just pushed you? Uh-huh. And it was this big ass dude who was like. Almost as big as you, and you just kind of were like, eh, yeah. "Oh, okay, we'll let it ride." This He's a fe- fe- fellow Guar fan. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to start it. Plus, I, Guar was getting ready to start. I think the fact that he looked like a skinhead was probably make you be like, "Well, maybe you know." And he had like eight other little jits with him, but maybe if I had like the big Guar sword, I would have been a little more. But tell him what happened once Guar hit the stage. So, man, dude, they happened? came out, Volvatron, everybody yeah. just rocking the stage is unbelievable. I mean, they had some you know opening acts that were cool. Yeah, but by the time Guar got out there it was like a different story i mean the crowd goes bananas they start off within minutes just like severing the heads off of these like mannequin like you said uh candidates for presidency and stuff like that and their necks are just shooting blood into the crowd yeah and the floor gets so slippery and everyone's shoving each other around and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna fall and i look up at the stage and a streak of this blood just streaks across my eyes (laughs) And, you know, uh, I don't wear any glasses or anything. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, I can't see. I'm going to fall. I was so worried about getting trampled. I had to, like, sink my way to the edge of the crowd and uh, and hope to survive. But as I'm watching, the crowd is so bananas. Like, people are crowd surfing on each other. Oh, yeah. 
the uh, the the lead singer. Do you remember the? Yes, uh, that's Blothar. He's, Blothar. Okay. He's actually the original bass player. Yeah. that used to play with Dave Brocky and stuff. So yeah. Like okay. He, yeah. He see, I'm not so good with names. Yeah. It's Rebecca, Renee, whatever. <laughs> Blothar. But the, uh, yeah, Blothar should be easy to remember. <laughs> but anyways, I remember he's singing a song, and people are crowd surfing, and they crowd surf people up to the stage, and they have these stage hands who are dressed up like members of Guar, and yep. they run out with these giant foam like bones, yep, and yep. just beat the shit out of you <laughs> and beat you like off the stage and yep. i was like whoa that's really cool yep. um but it got it got egregious yeah and at one point you know the you know blothar had to say he was like hey stay the fuck away from the stage exactly and, you're trying uh, to put on a show you know and yeah and he are... was like if anyone touches the stage they're getting thrown the fuck out yeah so of course they they put some guy up on the stage like immediately and yeah. sure enough these security guys grab him and just like run him out the back door of the stage, he was out of and it like you you yeah. could see the stage door open and the light pour in. They threw this guy in the street, you know. Oh, he was out of there. They weren't messing so, around. That's so cool. yeah, so they also have this giant idol yeah. in the front, you know. And this thing had to be ten foot tall, yeah. you know, illuminated. You know, yeah. it had lights and everything in it, and it looked like an obelisk from ancient Egypt. Yep. And it was a relic that they were using to power their travels through time yep. to try to find Odorous. Odorous, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. were trying to track him down, you know. Yep. Very story driven. It, it was, and it was a nice homage to Dave. You know, like yeah, I said, because he had passed away. So this was their characters searching for him. You know, yeah. and uh, it, in the end, I think he had fell to the hand of the evil Mis- villain, Mister Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were able to avenge him by killing yes. him at the end of the show. And of course, he's like a fifteen foot tall like torso oh, that they yeah. rip the guts out and throw it all over the ground. <laughs> but the obelisk thing oh yeah the tell fans go over and they start grabbing on the obelisk because it's kind of protruding <laughs> from the stage and they start yanking it back and forth <laughs> and blothar's like rah, 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 and he's singing the song he's like rah, 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 rah. hey stop yanking on that thing rah, 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 rah. seriously you're gonna knock the fuck down rah, 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 rah. don't we have any goddamn security in here rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and i'm just like was... the fact that he would break out of the song and go right to yelling at these people and be like what the fuck you know they were like yeah we knew people in florida weren't that smart i remember that was yeah. like something along oh, the totally and they get to the in between the song and he's like hey i'm fucking serious like where's the security in this yeah. building you need to come up here because if this thing falls over it's going to kill somebody and he's like I keep telling you stupid fucks not to fuck with it and he's like but man I've never seen an audience as stupid as you idiots here in fucking Florida and man I was people were just eating it it up they're like like, oh Gore hates us this is great and they're grabbing it uh, and the security had to come out and back people up like two feet from this thing and stand there these you know five or six like giant security guys oh yeah but I was like wow incredible experience incredibly hilarious you know the uh the props that they use are fantastic. It's fantastically done. The music is really good as well. It's very high energy, a lot oh, of fun. Yeah, it's but hard, the, yeah. the, the creativity is second to none. The energy oh, yeah. second to none. It's a wonderful show, uh, you know, and we know Dave spearheaded it for so many years, and it's great to see kind of the, the legend of what he started, the act that he started continue on. So, And that's always been a thing. Even before he died, he had said, oh, it'd be great if like we could just get out of our costumes and someone else could get in them and be Guar. Mm-hmm. Like this never ends thing so who knows yeah. maybe you know they're, they're like christopher nolan's batman <laughs> war isn't just a thing it's a symbol <laughs> there you go and what a great way to lead into our next musical break here we have texas toast chainsaw massacre with one of my guar favorites sick of you
Texas Toast Massacre with Sick of You. Oh, man. I have to tell you, like, I didn't think something could top me in Mr. Fusion's cover, but that, <laughs> that was a pretty good cover. Yeah. I have to say, one thing I am not sick of is Texas Toast. That shit is amazing. <laughs> I eat that, like, every time with freaking pasta, you know? <laughs> oh, man, I, I hear you, man. You know, ever since I've been on this, like, boil diet, like, I have had to give up the Texas Toast. Oh, man, you're it, doing the no-carb thing. That, that's rough. Yeah, man. it is tough. I mean, I, yeah. I'm almost sick of it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, absolutely, man, definitely... Um, Check out more of Texas Toast Chainsaw Massacre's songs on YouTube. And, you know, they do more than just choir covers. They have, mm-hmm. you know, a whole album of all their stuff. And, um, yeah, definitely check them out. I'm sure they're on Facebook and all those cool places. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a great song, great cover. So we're definitely looking forward to hearing more from them in the future. Hey, I think it's about time we tell people about some events that's coming around here. Oh, definitely. So if you're out there and you're looking for a place to be where you can see an amazing show, it's probably not going to be quite as good as Guar. <laughs> but you're Absolutely gonna, not. But yeah. these guys are going to come close. All right, man. Well, this is pretty funny. <laughs> Something that might be kind of close <laughs> oh to a Guar show. I just looked at what it is. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, on, March, on Friday, March 24th, we're going to have Carrot Top. <laughs> I'm going to say that again, Carrot Top, (laughs) at the Sunrise Theater, 
in Fort Pierce. Tickets are $50 a ticket, and uh, the show will start at 8 p.m. Man, I, I got to tell you, I've been to see Lewis Black. I saw Dennis Miller, you know, in the Kravis Center. It didn't cost me 50 fucking dollars, man. $50 to go see Carrot Top? I, I, what is he going to do, bench press you while you're there? <laughs> Maybe I can bench press Carrot Top. Yeah, that dude is pretty muscular, man. He <laughs> is. No, yeah, drool. don't fuck with Carrot Top. Yeah. He's going to fuck you up, singer boy. <laughs> Actually, but, let's not even talk shit about Carrot Top. Uh, yeah. You all should go. It should be a great show. Well, $50 is the most reasonable <laughs> price you'll ever get for seeing <laughs> Carrot Top tell bad jokes and look like a freak. Well, you know what I think it is, is he's done so much stuff out in Las Vegas. You yeah. Know, he was like the featured show at like the Luxor for like 10 years. Sure. So I think he's just used to those prices. But yeah, like, yeah. you know, I think that's why there's still tickets available. Like yeah, when yeah. Cosby goes there, you know, it's like sold out in a matter of minutes. But, you know, Carrot Top comes around and it's like, hey, you know, there's, <laughs> still, there's definitely still tickets. But yeah, but Cosby didn't charge 50 bucks. You just had to, you know, send a girl back to exactly. his dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I've I have read about Carrot Top is he's he's almost like Gallagher, sure. you know, where like he brings a lot of props and yeah, stuff. So yeah. there's you know there's probably more to his performance. Yeah, than yeah. Well, I remember watching him do stand up when he first came out, and he would have all those like, um, they were like inventions that he made, and they were like yeah. little props that were like inventions, and it was really funny. It was good stuff when he first came out. But sure. I, I feel bad. I think he got the short end of the stick and like picked on a whole bunch, and yeah, and he like beef kicked up, and now he just seems like mad. I, I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> he but, does look pretty hey, pissed. Best of luck to him. It should it should be a wild show no matter what. So maybe worth going to check out. Absolutely. And if that's not enough for you, we got a really cool event going on the following night. We just spoke to Mike Media about this last week. Absolutely. On March 25th, on that Saturday, they're going to have Nerd Night, which is put on by Scribble Fest mm -hmm. at Bikuri Sushi up in Orlando. It's only five bucks to get in here. So, you know, if you have any, if it, you know, if, if you blew the wad on <laughs> Carrot Top and you got a few bucks left, you can still make it into Nerd Night. This is going to start at 9 p.m. It's going to be featuring O Super and DJ Ben Briggs. And it's also going to have a bunch of retro video games set, set up for you to go out there and challenge like either your friends or just some random other showgoers playing some old school classics like Nintendo 64 Goldeneye and other uh, competitive favorites. So that definitely sounds like a super fun event. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I can't wait to see how everything turns out. You know, I mm -hmm. might even have to take a trip on up to Orlando to go see what Nerd Night's all about. But man, I do have to say, just to bring it up, like I think we need to save that clip where you just said, if everyone blew a load on carrot. <laughs> I mean, that, that was that was pretty good. I'll make sure to keep that clip. I'll send it to him. I, <laughs> he's gonna bench press you. Well, <laughs> if that's not how enough, did you mean that did you that sounded dirty like he's gonna bench press you <laughs> oh i'm telling you man you better just watch every carrot top those redheads man don't they say they don't have no souls <laughs> <laughs> i know that i know they're good in bed i don't know about carrot top but <laughs> oh they, 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 you know they they're a little like rawr, you know? there you go well he's like <laughs> <laughs> looking like ferrigno but um the following Friday, March 31st, I mean, if, if the weekend before wasn't wild enough for you, up in Orlando, we've got Kevin Nash's shenanigans WrestleMania VIP party. Now, I'm sure you all know Kevin Nash, you know, Diesel from back in the day, of course, mm -hmm. Kevin Nash from, you know, NWO and, you know, good friends with Shawn Michaels, Triple H mm -hmm. to click. You know, I've heard about their parties, and if this is going to be on that level, like, 
This is going to be a crazy time. Absolutely. It's going to take place at Mango's Tropical Cafe in Orlando. Which sounds like such an awesome place to go just in general. Oh, absolutely. Like, I just want to go there and be like, do you guys make, like, smoothies or have flatbread sandwiches or something? <laughs> I mean, it definitely seems like a weird name of a place to, like, you know, yeah. host the shenanigans party. Yeah, but you, you wouldn't expect to see Kevin Nash at, like, the, the Tropical Cafe, but I'm like... Hey, whatever. It sounds like there's bitches there. So <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe wrestling bitches. Maybe Carrot Top will be there. You know, I, saw, like... the, I saw this video the other day that was like the top 10 most promiscuous wrestlers in history. Okay. We'll have to, we'll have to play that next week. We'll have oh, to play absolutely. that. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. We're oh, going to get through the events. So Mango's Tropical Cafe up in Orlando, $35 to get in and party with Kevin freaking Nash starts at 10 PM. There's no reason you shouldn't be there. I don't care what kind of shenanigans you're getting up to end up at Kevin Nash's shenanigans. You won't regret it. You might even Jack knife power bomb <laughs> you through a table. If you absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you don't calm those shenanigans down, <laughs> And of course, you know, April 2nd, Sunday is WrestleMania 33 up at the Camping World Stadium in Orlando. Tickets for this one's pretty pricey. They can go between $90 and 10 grand. <laughs> and as uh, you know, our buddy Will said last week, you know, 10 grand to have some dude sweat on you. Yeah, he is totally game for that one. He probably pay to go see Carrot Top too. But um, you know, it's going to start at 6 p.m. No, he he really wouldn't everybody. <laughs> but but uh <laughs> But yeah, absolutely, you know, WrestleMania we do have to say we're going to talk about a little more of this in our in our next segment. But, yeah, so if you're yeah. a big wrestling fan, we're going to jump to a musical break, and when we come back, we're going to tell you all about what we've got going on for WrestleMania 33, and I guarantee you don't want to miss it. Absolutely, and as we said, tonight's been a big dedication to Dave Brocky, so what better than for our last musical break than to have a track here by Guar, and this is Detroit Rock City 1994.
And that was Guar themselves with Detroit Rock City, 1994. Oh, yeah. And what's really cool about that track, man, is it was actually recorded in Portland, Oregon. Nice. I don't know why. Why why would you why would you cover Detroit <laughs> Rock City in Portland, Oregon? But that's Guar. You know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Probably because they were like, whatever, grunge. We don't care. Yeah. You know? I mean, you're talking 1994. For the kids at home that don't know, this this was an era of music when Tupac's and Kurt Cobain still roamed the earth. So, you know? I'm pretty sure Guar tried to take credit for Kurt Cobain's death. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they're actually responsible for Kurt Cobain. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, Courtney just, Courtney Love just waited all those years to finally get Dave back. But, um, yeah, absolutely, man. Awesome live track. If you guys noticed some yeah. of the quality on that might have not been the best, but that's because it's actually, you know, a live recording yeah. from, like, someone's camcorder. But... Yeah, and you can't get that track anywhere else. Yep. You know, you had to have had been there. Absolutely. So we hunted down a VHS tape. Yep. And suffered through actually watching it. <laughs> it did have those '90s cutaways, you know. <laughs> I like the little static fuzz at the bottom. Yep, that was, yep. That was a throwback. That was going back. But absolutely, we work man. hard for all of you. So, and you know, being that that song's a cover of Kiss, it was kind of mm-hmm. like you know, Guar, you know, paying tribute to their idols. Yes. You know, just like everybody else that we've played tonight, you know, is paying tribute to Guar. So I thought it was kind of a cool segue there it, it brings it full circle i like it it's a whole circle of life thing so that's true it's very really, moving it really wouldn't be a segue you keep telling me i keep using segue too much <laughs> i know i'm telling you it's just that thing you ride on that's like a pogo <laughs> stick with wheels but no i like that it's like the circle of life it's very much like probably all, what that new zelda game is all about you know yeah. it's a circle of life kind of touchy-feely shit Maybe that's the thing. Maybe Guar is in the new Zelda game. That's Maybe why that's so why good. everyone likes it. That must be what it is. So. Well, yes, yes, Guar. Yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> Once again, thanks everybody for listening for us talking about Guar. But we want to tell you a little bit about what's going on next week. Absolutely. Next week we are going to have a a big pre-show show yeah. for WrestleMania 33. You know, we're really stoked about it this year. We did our coverage of the Royal Rumble earlier in January, and all you guys seem to respond to it really good. So we're like, hell yeah, we'll keep it coming then because it's something we're very passionate about. And if it connects with some of you guys, then great. But we'd like to spend the show uh, talking about our opinions, our predictions on what's Mm going to happen. But we also want to hear from all of you. So I know I've been bugging you all night to get in touch with us. But seriously, let us know. Do you guys think Goldberg's going to win? Do you think Brock Lesnar's going to win? You know, do do you think the Undertaker is going to put away Roman Reigns or do you think he's actually going to come up with like a huge upset there? You know, do you think Bray Wyatt is going to get Randy Orton to just bow down to him? You know, (laughs) who the hell knows? But there's a lot of interesting things out there and we want to know your opinion. So feel free to hit us up on the love line at 1-844-944-LOVE. That's 5683, and it's a toll-free number, so you won't be charged anything for giving us a call. Yep. Uh, if you're calling from within the United States, I think if you call somewhere else, fuck you. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, we still want you to call, but you're going to pay for it, man. Come on. <laughs> but the uh, you can always, for free, hit us up on the Power Hour of Love at gmail.com or on our Facebook page, so hit us up there. Let us know what you guys think. We'll try to throw a poll or something up there about that. And uh, let all you guys vote. Oh, and yeah. uh, otherwise, we're going to be dedicating that whole night to WrestleMania 33. So make sure you come back and 
check with us. Absolutely, man. I can't wait. I'm definitely, yeah, I'm sitting here wearing my Cactus Jack t-shirt, and so <laughs> I'm already getting ready to go. I should be wearing a Guar t-shirt, but you know, it's, uh, <laughs> you're, you know. You're always living in the future, man. You, you know, know it, man. Two you steps know. ahead. That's good. That's well, the way you want to be. That's cool. I'll just go listen to Guar albums for the rest of the night. You know, I've got them all. So absolutely. Once again, thanks to everybody for tuning in tonight. We hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, once again, rest in peace, Dave Brocky and absolutely. El Bandito. I think we're out of here, man. Yeah. I don't understand. Things were going so great. But what happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. Uh, listen. I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. Consider that a divorce. You know, if, if you blew the wad on <laughs> Carrot Top, then you gotta... It's a pillow if you're having sex with an ugly girl. It's got a built-in paper bag. That way you're kinda, that way you're like, hey, paper or plastic? This is a mouse trap to catch gay mice. See, that way... <laughs> this sucks more than anything that I've ever sucked before.